Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Interviewing top sports personalities from around the nation in order to provide you next-level insight and analysis into your Cleveland Browns. Blue Wire Hustle proudly presents All Eyes on Cleveland. And now, here is your host, Brad Ward. Welcome to another edition of All Eyes on Cleveland. I am your host, Brad Ward, presented by Blue Wire Podcasts. This is a bit of a emergency edition of the show here tonight as Baker Mayfield uh, 6 has been traded from the Browns to the Carolina Panthers. It is June 6, 2022 and the Baker Mayfield era in Cleveland is over. Not what we thought when it started, but here we are. Mayfield is dealt uh, apparently, the Panthers have been in talks with the Browns since draft night when uh, there were numerous reports about Mayfield going to the Panthers, Panthers having interest. It seems to look now like this Seattle interest may have been somewhat of a farce, uh, as Ian Rappaport uh, has put out that he never uh, believed them to have any real interest in him. Uh, potentially... Maybe a little bit of the Browns doing, I think, here maybe with that leaking, trying to create some leverage and whatnot. Um, The ins and outs of the deal, Baker Mayfield uh, set to um, get $18.8 million this year on his fifth year uh, contract of his rookie deal uh, that the Browns picked up. Um, Here's how it all shakes out. Uh, the Panthers end up taking on $4.86 million, so almost $5 million. The Browns will pay $10.5 million, um, and Mayfield has agreed to take a $3.5 million pay cut with sources now saying uh, that he can make that three point five up with playtime, playtime incentives uh, for the 2022 season. Uh, so that's how it shakes out. As far as compensation, besides the, you know, getting off of the $4.86 million to the Panthers and the three point five to Mayfield, so they save, what? Let's do a little math here. I mean, they save about $9 million, just under $9 million. So... That's kind of what they we thought, right? I mean, all along on our show, we've said that, you know, the Browns should eat about 10. They eat 10, 10.5. I think they probably had to come off of a little bit more than they wanted to initially to get this done. But when Mayfield's coming to the table willing to eat 3.5 or give up $3.5 million to get it done, to get out of town, to get a chance to start elsewhere... It was time. It was time to happen. It had to happen at some point. It's better than releasing him. 
and eating, you know, almost all of it. So it's a good move for the Browns. They receive, as far as trade goes, uh, from the Panthers, they actually do get a conditional fifth-round pick in 2020 for it actually can become a fourth-round pick if Mayfield plays 70% of his snaps this season in 2022. So the former number one overall pick is now a Panther. Mayfield is 27 years old. He will arrive uh, in Charlotte. It's pending a physical, I believe, I, I heard somewhere. So here's where we are. Matt Rule gets a guy who he's going to try to save his job with in Mayfield. Uh, reports out of Charlotte, Carolina, are that uh, Rule and Tepper um, want to have a competition between Darnold, Matt Corral, uh, they, who they took in the third round this year. Um, when those talks about Mayfield arose, ultimately they were not happy with what the Browns were going to take on of Mayfield's contract in that deal, and they pivoted to drafting Matt Corral. So they have Corral in camp, they'll have Mayfield in camp, they'll have Darnold in camp, and it will be a competition. So that's interesting. Uh, even more interesting, the NFL super lucky uh, as they will get the Browns and Panthers in a week one matchup, uh, which obviously will be quite enticing for not only fans of Cleveland and Carolina, but probably all over the country, I would imagine. Um, so I heard some things here today. You know, I've been listening to a lot of interviews on 92.3. I listened to a little bit of uh, Florio's React. Uh, you know, I've read some stuff out of Carolina. I heard some people saying today, you know, this trade for the Panthers makes them what they believe a potential contender. Um I think that's crazy. I don't know what if I'm. Am I nuts? When when did the Pan, Panthers aren't good? I don't think they have a very good roster. They have some okay weapons. I love DJ Moore. If McCaffrey could ever stay healthy, he's a, obviously a dynamite, uh, tremendous player. But he's never on the field. I mean, I, I don't know. Let's bring Mikey. Uh, you have Carolina roster. DJ Moore, Brandon Zilstra, Robbie Anderson at uh, wide receiver. Terrence Marshall, who had not a very good rookie season. Andre Roberts, Shai Smith. I mean, they were talking about their weapons, but what? I mean, Ian Thomas is a pretty good tight end, not a great pass catcher. Tommy Tremble, McCaffrey. Chuba Hubbard, obviously, is very good. We saw that last year as he was a kind of a fantasy darling um, off the waiver wires after McCaffrey went down. Um, he's a pretty good back. But as far – I mean, I, I think I like their defense. I think their defense could be, be pretty good. Obviously, they have, like, the incredible Brian Burns, Derek Brown, with Shaq Thompson, uh, Corey Littleton at uh, – linebacker 
Dante Jackson at cornerback, J.C. Horn on the other side, C.J. Henderson. So, I mean, their defense is kind of loaded a little bit. But offensively, I mean, their offensive line is not very good. And all the, I mean, I heard a lot of talk of weapons today. He's got a lot of weapons. He doesn't really have a lot of weapons. He has DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. He will reunite. Interestingly enough, this is one of the uh, points I wanted to make, and I didn't hear many people make it today. Rashard Higgins and Baker Mayfield reunite immediately in Carolina. How interesting is that? That they end up on the same roster. So... I think Higgins has a chance to take on a role there, certainly now with Mayfield potentially um, as their week one starter. I would imagine he will be their week one starter. I can't imagine him losing this competition to what has been a terrible Sam Darnold. I mean, terrible. I mean, we talk about Mayfield, but Darnold has been much worse, and there's no way that Corral's ready. Bradley Bozeman at center. Brady Christensen, left guard. Kima Kwanu at left tackle, who will be there, is a rookie. Uh, Austin Corbett. So they got a little better on the offensive line. Uh, Taylor Moten at right tackle. I mean, but it's nothing. Their offense is nothing special. To, to further my point here, let this is a tweet um, from Jamie Esner. Uh, Panthers hashtag keep pounding. I guess that's their hashtag. It's unfortunate. Um, odds have changed at uh, BetOnline underscore AG after Baker Mayfield trade. So here's the influence that Mayfield going to Carolina had on the you know Vegas odds overall um, chances of winning this and that. So their overall win total was 5.5 before this. It goes up to 6.5. So Mayfield affects the win total by one game, 5.5 to 6.5. So why we're talking about them as suddenly, you know, playoff contenders is beyond me. You know, it's not like they were expected to be very good anyways. And I don't think, I think we know in Cleveland, as Cleveland fans, you know, Baker Mayfield, I truly believe can be a serviceable quarterback in this league for a long time. And I think he will be. But he's not the type of guy to elevate a six and five roster to a playoff team, in my opinion. Could be wrong. Maybe I'll prove me wrong. They are plus four hundred to make the playoffs now. That's up from plus five fifty after the Mayfield trade. Uh, odds to win the Super Bowl remain the same at one hundred and twenty-five to one. Odds to win the NFC remain the same at sixty to one. Odds to win the NFC South remain the same at 10 to 1. Uh, Mayfield's MVP odds are up from 100 to 1 to 75 to 1. How about that? There you go. That's the one. Go put your put your money down. Uh, just kidding. Don't do it, really. Seriously, stop. Don't. Don't do it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, very little marginal influence on the odds of the Panthers. Now, I mean, here here's the part about the Panthers that, right, so pretty good defense to very good. You know, we'll see on the field on paper, definitely good. Um, they have decent weapons on offense, but I'm not overwhelmed to the way that some people were talking today. Like, they're loaded on offense, and I think they have a suspect offensive line. They got it better a little bit. 
Cam Cam Irving over there. Interesting. Some old Browns here, including Rashad Higgins, as we mentioned before. But, you know, maybe Terrence Marshall comes on. Robbie Anderson, we know he spoke out against Mayfield coming. He has pivoted those comments to saying he was uh, standing up for his quarterback, Sam Darnold, which I find hard to believe at the time. It seems as though there's something in their past. I imagine they'll put that to bed. At least on the surface, we know how Mayfield likes to hold a grudge. Interestingly enough, their offensive coordinator, Ben McAdoo, had some things to say about Mayfield being uh, having small hands and things like that when he came out uh, of college in his draft stuff, and now he's his OC. So they'll have some things to get over. And once again, if things turn ugly, I'm sure Mayfield will... Uh, true colors will come out. But, you know, as long as they're winning and maintaining and, you know, he's starting and playing decently, I imagine they'll get along. But Robbie Anderson clearly has some sort of a grudge against him. I'm not sure where that originates from. I'm not happy about him being there. Uh, neither really, you know, like McAdoo, I'm sure is happy with the upgrade, but he clearly wasn't thrilled with Mayfield coming out of college, according to his comments. Um and interestingly enough, another pivot, uh, you know, guy that you definitely respect. I always compared him to Jarvis Landry a little bit, but uh, legend uh, Steve Smith, wide receiver of the Panthers, their best wide receiver in franchise history. I imagine that's a safe comment. Uh, had this to say of Mayfield on NFL Network back uh, before the trade. Quote, he wears his emotions on his sleeve. I do too. I was an emotional player, but the difference between Baker and I is I won, I won the Triple Crown. I led the league in something besides crying. Ouch. Smith has softened his stance said in a video he tweeted out, we'll see what's going to happen, we hope for the best, and we pray the worst never happens, but ultimately, if you're going with your team, you've got to roll with them. So, he pivots as well. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Panthers made the playoffs in 17, 2017, I believe. Yeah, McCaffrey's rookie year where they lost New Orleans in the first round. They lost to the Saints three times that year. Since then, the team has been sold. Rivera was fired. Ron Rivera, Luke Keekley retired. Cam Newton hurt his shoulder and foot and was released. McCaffrey uh, has been very dinged up since then as well. They had some 
you know, they they're had their last-ditch effort of trying to bring Cam back last year. After Darnold was hurt, that did not work out. Interestingly enough, they now, their quarterback room, which consists of Matt Corral, Baker Mayfield, and Sam Darnold. Mayfield, with 54 interceptions since the start of the 2018 season. Darnold, right behind him with 52. Uh, they lead the way more than any other two quarterbacks. Mayfield Darnold are now in the same room and will compete for the starting job. So, I mean, I get it, right? Like, this is an upgrade for them, and Matt Rule needs an opportunity um, to move forward. They'll make roughly $24 million between them. It's not crazy, right? But this talk of them being a playoff team... The only the advantage I give them is that they're playing in the NFC, right? They're playing in the NFC. The Bucks are the best team in their conference, I would think. Saints may be good, depending on what Jameis Winston we get, right? But uh, I don't, I mean, this talk of them suddenly being a playoff team, I think, seems a little crazy. I heard a lot of that today. I don't see the weapons everybody's pointing at. DJ Moore's fantastic. Christian McCaffrey, Chuba Hubbard, as I mentioned. Fantastic players. All they are, them are fantastic, but that's not like a loaded weapons team. I mean, you have DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and Terrence Marshall as your three starting receivers right now. Robbie Anderson's okay, I guess. I've never been a big fan of Robbie's. Seems like kind of an asshole, to be honest. But... We'll see. Like I said before, Higgins on that team. Uh, big fan of Higgins. Hopes that he does. I hope that he does well there. Yeah, you know, always liked Rashad Higgins. Always liked Baker too. Let's let's see. when you when you think back, right, about the Mayfield era in Cleveland. There's a couple moments that will stand out as a Browns fan, like the night. Thursday night football, his debut, he goes in. That first pass to Jarvis Landry, right? The electricity uh, in that stadium. Hard to replicate ever again, right? Leads the team to the win. The uh, throwback to Mayfield, that picture of him walking in the end zone with the ball. And then... They go, you know, that night, the the, uh, the victory fridge is open, right? Crazy night in Cleveland Browns lure. Of course, we will all always remember the 2020 season. Uh, he was fantastic down the stretch. Browns, double victory over the Steelers. To get in the playoffs, to beat the Steelers in the playoffs in um, the year of COVID-19, global pandemic, and no fans, as we will always remember the vision of Ben Roethlisberger's tears falling down his face. Uh, That win, the following week in Arrowhead, You know, he delivered some big moments, and he brought this organization from a place of losing. I mean, just just consecutive losing, and he's elevated, the or he's been there for the elevation of this roster 
an organization as a whole with Andrew Barry and, and Kevin Stefanski there now where I think you can feel good about the front office. At least I feel good about the head coach Stefanski and the rest of the staff and continuity going forward. Um, he had a tough first few years, you know, different coach every year, I think four OCs in three years, obviously. But you're prone to that. When you're the number one overall pick, you're prone to that. He did uh, well for himself to make it through that adversity um, and find that winning season in 2020, and we will always remember that. And and But ultimately... I think that a lot of us feel the same way, and I think, once again, he'll be a very good quarterback to serviceable quarterback. Very good on the high end, serviceable on average, but he can play highly turnover-prone football. His decision-making is suspect, and let's truly be honest, with the exception of a few instances, maybe a little bit lucky on a throw to Donovan Peoples-Jones in a Bengals win. How many times did he come through on the final drives of games? He really didn't. He really didn't. And he had a lot of opportunities, guys. I mean, let's be real about this. That, for me, was one of the biggest things, like, Come up clutch, take the team down the field, winning quarterbacks in the NFL, take their team down and score with less than two minutes and win games that way. And the Browns just did not win enough close games with him as the quarterback. He never really could get over that hump of being that clutch guy down the stretch gonna put you on my back and go win a game he just didn't do that and I think it's a little bit out of his reach as far as consistently can he ever do that sure he'll get real hot he'll throw some dimes but he's also going to turn it over like that's where I was at I mean I think we reached the limit that we could go with him in 2020 honestly could we go back to the playoffs with him this year I think we could with this roster could we win in the first round this year? Probably with Baker Mayfield. With a healthy Baker Mayfield playing well in a good headspace. All those things are, are ifs. Those aren't guarantees. Playing well isn't a guarantee, and a good headspace isn't a guarantee. Those are ifs with him. And ultimately, that's why he's not here anymore. Because... Could he have won that first round this year? Probably. Could he have gone any further than that when he faces off against a Mahomes, a Josh Allen, a Herbert, a Burrow in the second round? Probably not. Because those guys are going to come up clutch. Those guys are going to take their team down the field on the last drive of the game and score and win. And I just never saw that from Baker on a consistent level. And I think that's why we're where we are. Now, a lot of you are mad at where we are as Browns fans, but big picture, 
this move will ultimately, at some point, be viewed as a positive. And I truly believe that. It may not have been done ethically or morally, but here we are, and they felt they needed to upgrade, and it was an opportunity that doesn't come along very often. I think I said $24 collectively between Darnold and Mayfield. It's $25.3, according to SpotTrack. So this interesting tweet from Warren Sharp at Sharp Football. The Panthers really traded away, dot, 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 a second, a third, a fourth, another fourth, a fifth, and a sixth, all to assemble a QB room of Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and Matt Corral. Interesting. Not great. We wait now on the news from Watson, the hearing. We've covered that ad nauseum. So we will look for that. Coming days, post Uh, Hearing briefs are due on the 11th, so we probably won't hear anything before then unless they come to a settlement, which I think is in the realm of outcomes. Certainly a non-zero chance that they'd come to a settlement. I think both sides... Probably not really sure what Sue Robinson's going to do, so I do think it's possible that they get together and, and cut their, you know, their chances of a bad outcome on either side and come to a middle ground uh, what that ultimately looks like probably like six to eight games but um, that's not saying he won't get a year because it's very possible it's not saying that he won't get less because that's possible too ultimately I think the best that the Browns do is like six worst they get is obviously a year or um, whatever you want to call it Uh, he'll be have to get reinstated um, if they were to suspend him for an undetermined amount of time, ultimately. No less than a season is, I guess, the verbiage behind that. So uh, interesting stuff there. Baker Mayfield, once again, now a Panther, compete with Sam Darnold Matt Corral for the starting job there. He'll ultimately probably win that job. Um He's got some rumor to, I guess, be taking, uh, already setting up a a trip, a Baker trip, uh, like he always did with the Browns to get away with the um, wide receivers and running backs and whatnot uh, in Carolina. I wonder what Sam Darnold thinks of that. Interesting. You know, I'm glad it's done. It's sad, and at the same time, you know, it's it's a baby step that the Browns need to make to get, like I've been saying, the only way is through, right? The only way is through this mess because on the other side is Deshaun Watson throwing touchdowns and the Browns winning a crap load of games. And at this point, uh, this is a baby step to normalcy and getting through this. And this is one of the, the dominoes that needed to fall, Glad that it fell. Um, 
You know, if thing, things could get ugly in Carolina if they don't go well, but, you know, once again, as I said, the NFC is not strong. Um, so, you know, if Baker plays really well, you know, maybe McCaffrey stays healthy finally and maybe they could could be better uh, than I think. They do have a good defense, as I've mentioned and been over, but um, all the talk of them being a playoff team, I think, is a little bit overhyped, and I gave you those odds earlier from Vegas. Um, so I think that's pretty much it here for tonight. I wanted to check in with you guys give some thoughts, uh, you know, on some closure. And we'll get more into this tonight, tomorrow night, what it means ultimately salary cap wise and things like that um but a little instant react here tonight mayfield done as a cleveland brown uh, you know I, I heard a lot of people's thoughts today calling in the 92.3 and other places people's thoughts on twitter wide range of opinions a lot of people thanking mayfield for his time here and surely i am thankful for the memories that he provided ultimately this job kind of forces you to just look forward right so uh and that's where i'm at i'm looking forward the only way is through so stick with me browns fans keep coming back it's another edition of all eyes on cleveland the end of an era for baker mayfield thanks to mikey on the ones and twos for mikey i am brad ward we are out